0: Good Boy, everybody. I'm Jim Vice, along with Jane Benson and another very sexy podcast for you guys tonight. I am so tired of hearing about how dangerous China is when I've been talking about China for years, as everybody knows. I've been talking first with um Ed Gay at Windbear Risk Management about the economic uh challenge that they pose in the United States because of everything that they've done and all the power that they have, but also militarily with uh, Peter Brooks as they've been building their submarine fleet to rival rival hours. But, of course, nobody listened then because it wasn't sexy
1: well, He wanted something sexy praise, huh look at that now huh <laughs> I'm dead sexy look at yeah, my see sexy China wasn't dead, dead sexy oh,
0: you didn't yeah. care about it
1: oh
2: look at like a singer. even oh. Heather Graham see? didn't
0: care about it that's
2: disgusting
0: I know it's disgusting <laughs> but it's true it wasn't sexy so nobody cared but again we're not addressing the China problem with just tariffs. tariffs sound sexy. But they don't really address the problem. The problem is the exchange rate. I'm going to get into it. Even if your eyes glaze over, the exchange rate is important because the Chinese for years have been artificially suppressing their, their exchange, making their goods cheaper than ours just by manipulating their exchange rate. So let me explain how that works. If they may set their exchange rate at $5 for what is it, a yen? Mm-hmm. for the chinese yes 5 dollars for 1 yen they say 1 yen equals 5 dollars but 1 yen actually equals 20 dollars so obviously they're going to be able their goods are going to be cheaper than ours and no matter what we do no matter how many tariffs we slap on their goods they're always going to be cheaper because they manipulate their exchange rate and until we address that but you don't want to hear about that because it's not damn sexy you want sexy stuff well, we've got sexy stuff for you tonight. John Hayward is with us. Should we jump right in with John? It's up to you. If yeah, you have more it.
2: rant, I, nope, I would love ranting. to listen. Are you sure?
0: That's it for rant. Well, that was yeah.
2: good, wasn't it? Let us uh, know what you fine. thought. Okay. Ready? Yep. Okay. It's working.
0: It's working now. What did I do wrong? Did I dial it in? Hello, right? this is John.
2: Hi, John. John, are you
0: there? Thank hey, you God, are me. <laughs> Thank God. John, I'm going to play a soundbite for you. I want to get you to comment on it, okay? Alrighty. This is from MSNBC not too long ago, shortly after Hillary Clinton endorsed Joe Biden. I want to hear what you have to say. All right.
3: Why do you keep calling this the Chinese virus? There are reports of dozens of incidents of bias against Chinese Americans in this country. Why do you keep using this? A lot of people say it's racist.
4: It's not racist at all, no, not at all.
3: A person at the White House used the term Kung Flu. My question is, do you think that's wrong? Kung Flu. And do you think using the term Chinese virus, that puts Asian Americans at risk, that
0: people might target that? No, not at all.
4: I think they probably—
0: What's this uh, all about, John? you want to talk
5: about this? test a little bit what is the press court no. doing here This was was the media's effort to get Trump and and make him look bad by claiming he was racist to describe it as the Chinese virus, which accepts the Chinese Communist Party's framing that they are the Chinese people. He's not talking about Chinese people having anything to do with this. It's the Chinese government, the Chinese Communist Party, that unleashed this pandemic upon the world. And I think President Trump was correct that we have to constantly remind people of that truth. If you don't keep repeating it over and over and over again, if you don't call it the Chinese virus, the Wuhan virus, whatever phrasing you want to come up with, then you're going to let them get away with erasing their responsibility for this and using it to their political advantage, which should be completely unacceptable to everyone. But the Chinese Communist Party knows that the American media wants every cheap hit against President Trump they can get, so they were all too eager to buy the CCP's framing and say that it's somehow racist to refer to it as the Chinese virus. like That's an insult to the Chinese people at large, not the sinister, malevolent government that inflicted this curse on the world
0: we're talking with uh, uh john hayward otherwise known as aka john's uh, dr zero formerly of hotair.com and human events now a reporter with breitbart.com a great reporter and john you've written extensively on the uh,
5: chinese flu Yes. Yeah. It's been a big story. I've been seeing this coming for a long time. I knew it was bad news. I saw the first rumblings of it when it was in China and they were trying to suppress its existence and keep the world from understanding just how serious it was. And I think now we have a better idea of why they did that. There are three really big reasons the Chinese Communist Party concealed this virus. Obviously, embarrassment. They didn't want to be known as as the sick nation of Europe. Somebody called them that. Somebody said in an article in the Wall Street Journal that China was the sick man of Europe, which is a callback to an old phrase from the World War I era. And the Chinese were outraged by that. That was the worst insult they'd ever heard, that someone would speak of them that way. So it was a huge blow to their national pride that this pandemic came from them. But then the second reason they hid it was because they wanted to export it. Once they realized how bad and how dangerous it was, and they had projections of how many people on their side would die, and how much money they would lose as a result of the economic hit they would take, the Chinese Communist Party decided they would not be the only country in the world that suffered from this terrible fate. So they made darn sure it got everywhere else. They aggressively acted to export it once they understood how bad it was. So that the whole world would take trillions of dollars in damage, not just them. And then the third reason they hit it, our Department of Homeland Security hit upon in a report they just released this week, or a report they supposedly released. I think this is one of those leaked reports. But in the Department of Homeland Security report, they said one of the big reasons the CCP downplayed how dangerous the virus was and lied about how many people on their side were catching it and dying from it was so that no one would object when they bought up all of the world's medical equipment. on this insane buying spree in January and just bought up protective equipment all over the world. Chinese companies in Australia, real estate companies, had nothing to do with medicine, were spending every nickel they had buying masks and gowns and medical supplies and shipping it all back to China in bulk shipments just as fast as they could. And one of the reasons, according to our DHS report, that the Chinese lied about how severe the virus was was so that everyone would be asleep at the switch when they did that. If people had known how bad it was, and known it was a storm coming for them as well, then nobody would have let them get away with buying up all the protective equipment. John, so they, do they you had think
0: definite it, reasons? John, um, we're talking with John Hayward of Breitbart dot com, Breitbart News. Uh, John, do you think it was a
5: purposeful attack? Do you think it was a war, an act of war? <laughs> I, I, there's going to be a lot of debate about whether it qualifies as that. That is, that's a really sticky legal situation. I don't think it was an attack in the sense that I don't believe this was an engineered weapon. I don't think the virus was meant to be a weapon. It wasn't released on purpose. However, it got out into the wild in the first place. It wasn't a virus bomb that the Chinese intended to drop on everybody else. I think what happened is that it got loose on them, whether it escaped accidentally from this virology institute we've heard so much about or whether it really was a virus spread to humans from animals, as many think. However, those, those origins may play out. I think the important point is that once it got loose and began murdering Chinese people in huge numbers and causing incredible amounts of damage to their economy, they decided to make sure it spread on purpose. They didn't drop the bomb, but they made sure the fallout hit the entire world.
0: First of all, let me take a quick break to remind people of our sponsor tonight. Our sponsor is Spider Creations. They create websites and design websites for companies around New England. And if you're interested, just contact Steve at spidercreations.net. Radioviceonline.com was designed by Steve. You know how complicated that is. If you've, if you've been there, uh, John Hayward, you know how complex it is. We have a running oh, yeah. newswire, an RSV, RSS feed that changes constant, constantly, plus videos, plus uh, blog posts. So Steve does a magnificent job with the design and the content. So if you're interested and if you have a business and you don't have a website, contact Steve McCow. Steve at spidercreations.net. He's a great designer. And I actually, any time you spend on Steve is a dime well spent. John, I have to get your opinion on this. This happened shortly after Hillary Clinton endorsed Joe Biden. I want to hear what you have to say about this. This is from MSNBC.
4: It's great to have you here.
3: I am thrilled uh, to be part of your campaign to not only endorse you, but to help highlight a lot of the issues that are at stake, the issues that are at stake.
4: A former U.S. Senate employee has come forward alleging former Vice President Joe Biden sexually assaulted
1: her. His hands were on me and underneath my clothes. You have a right to be believed.
0: I mean, this is disgusting. You've heard the whole thing, what Joe Biden allegedly did, right? Jane, well, Jane, you're a woman. So how do you think about this? Do you think this will carry forward to the election? Will women remember this? You're, after all, a woman. You could speak to this.
2: I can, but I'm I can also speak to other facts, facts checking on, uh, was it on Tucker last night, yep. uh, saying that she didn't come up. There's some funny stuff going on over there so So i'm gonna steer clear of that one for now i i would like to be on her side but i would like to also know all the facts first
0: john what are your thoughts on this this will this dog joe biden through the 2020 election
5: I think it's a fair position. He deserves the presumption of innocence, as everyone does and everyone always should have had all along. And it's a very serious allegation. It should not be easy to prove something like that, you know, in in the absence of smoking gun proof. So it's very difficult to to press a charge like the one that's been brought against him. But what I'm interested in is making sure that this accuser, Tyler Reed, is treated just like the accuser against Brett Kavanaugh was. And that's where I think the Democrats are in a lot of trouble here. And I think they know they're in trouble. They let me play a little. More Every sound year. in that regard, John. Listen to this. With you.
3: Do we value women? Do we believe women? Women
5: should
4: be believed.
3: We believe women. I'm very disappointed that there are
5: those people.
0: Those are all Democrats. That was Kirsten Gillibrand and Joe Biden himself as well.
2: Well, can we I say something? Women. Can I say something to this? The funny thing is, there were a couple Democrats, including one, what's his last name, um, on Five. He said pretty much the Democrats, thank you, the Democrats don't, they they believe her, but they don't give a crap. They just want to, they just want to overrun Trump. They don't want him there. That's it. That's pretty much it.
3: Is that how you see this, John?
5: yeah, that, that seems like the, the weekend, I would say. Over this weekend and, and this week, Monday, Tuesday, it seemed like there was a slow shift in the Democratic Party position, as if they had realized they weren't going to be able to bury this story, they can't make it go away, and they can't get away with being hypocritical. There's no way they can weasel out of how badly they treated Brett Kavanaugh, and I think they, they realized that. A few of them made really game efforts to delete all their old tweets. You had journalists, so-called journalists out there, deleting everything they wrote during the whole business with Kavanaugh so that nobody could bring their own words back to haunt them. It didn't work. The internet's forever. You can't make stuff go away like that. So now they realize they're stuck and they can't really get away with with handling this differently than they did with Kavanaugh. And over the past couple of days, I think there's been this kind of dawning realization on a lot of Democrat minds that they think Biden did this. I I think the unconditional denials the politicians, people in the Senate Nancy Pelosi, people in Congress that are political allies of Biden they're all still thundering that he would never do anything like this and it's ridiculous and blah 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 but everybody who isn't them, everybody who's watching this that not one of Biden's actual politician buddies I think is slowly beginning to think that it's very plausible that he did this and the big reason why they're so troubled by this allegation is that Biden won't do the simple thing that would nuke it out of the water. If he released all these Senate papers he's hiding and he proved that no allegation was ever filed against him when Tara Reid says it was, that would be a huge hit to her credibility, a huge boost to his and it would go a long way towards putting this to bed and after several days of defending Biden reflexively, I think a lot of Democrats are beginning to think oh God, the reason he's not doing that (laughs) is because if he opens those papers her complaint will be in there and it'll turn out she's been telling the truth all along so that's why they're transitioning to the strategy that you mentioned, where more and more you're hearing from pundits, not so much politicians, but but write, opinion writers on the left, journalists, newspaper writers, and so on, are saying, I don't care if he did it. I don't want him investigated. <laughs> journalists are saying this. Journalists are actually saying, no, don't invest. Don't get to the bottom of this story. I don't want to get to the bottom of the story. I just want to beat the bad orange man. And if, if that means that the Tara Reid has to take one for the team, so be it. Somebody actually wrote, a female columnist, wrote an article where she basically said, gee, sorry, Tara, I believe you. I think you told the truth, but you're just going to have to suck it up because we well, have to beat Donald Trump. It's so, so, like so Jane Biden said Jane said
0: I want to believe Tara, but I want to wait for all the facts to come in first.
2: Well, and no, yeah. it doesn't it doesn't matter to them. It does not matter to them one bit. It, they they believe her. I don't. They do, and they don't care. I do care. I would like to see all the facts because there was some um
0: question on Some questions,
2: right? So as to
0: whether or not she was actually
2: Right. So I'm being open minded. I'm being open minded. The Unlike them, they already threw it in the garbage and they don't care. They just plain said it. They don't care. Like you said, John, they don't give a fiddler's fart.
0: Now, Dr. Zero, right. that's not the only thing uh, dogging Joe Biden. I'm, I'm going to play one other thing. This is Joe Biden in New Hampshire, but he thinks he's in Iowa.
4: You have an incredible obligation, not to me at all, to yourselves. Because what you do here in Iowa, what they do in Iowa, what you do here in a primary in—
0: but he's actually in New Hampshire, John. Sure, he's going to set the tone. I worry. My mom worries.
5: That, that's the other problem. He, he's Joe Biden. I mean, on top of sexual assault allegations being leveled against him, and this this uh, history of groping young women that we all know about—that's the Yep, creepy Uncle Joe. But over the last week, you, you've heard about every journalist that's on the left and all these Democrats pretending that those pictures didn't exist. I mean, they're in high dudgeon. Well, Joe Biden would never do anything like that. Joe Biden would never tell a lie. Joe Biden would never plagiarize anything. And Joe Biden would never grope a woman. And it's like, really? Are we talking about the same person? Are you blind? Are, are you forgetting all this, this material the we've same, already seen?
0: Exactly the same you, Joe Biden that would sniff the hair of women that were near him, young women. We're talking about girls. <laughs> 9, 10, and 11, and 12 years old.
2: And raving about getting out of a pool and little children between his legs admiring the hair on his legs and the water. Oh, that is down. just gross, Blah. John. Blah. Save us
5: from and, this. And it is. And, let, you know, to be clear, it's a big jump from that to sexual assault. You know, that yes. doesn't it mean is. yes. But... But it does mean he has boundary issues. He clearly has boundary issues. So this is not wildly implausible. We're not accusing Captain America of wrongdoing here. You know, it's, it's, it's a little different. No, like, we're not. Biden. But,
2: but, but the, the, the position that the Democrats take, they don't care. What about, uh, um, what's the uh, female movement? The, um, me me too. too, me too. Right. Where are they? What's going on? I mean, they were all (laughs) over Kavanaugh. The the guy was crying the stuff they were doing to him. That was was awful what they had done. It was heartbreaking. And it was all an accusation. And this, I don't even care if he did it. I don't care. I don't care.
5: So, and, and that is that is a danger they face now because it is very hypocritical. It's very demoralizing. The Me Too thing, you know, that whole movement. It has political leaders, and some uh, many of them are hypocrites. Most of them were shameless partisans. They never really meant it. They were all just out to get Brett Kavanaugh. But then, in the rank and file, you've got a lot of ordinary people, a lot of just average women, average people who were serious. They believed everything they were told. They were completely on board with this Me Too stuff. They really thought there's a big problem, and then they're right. You know, there is a big problem with powerful men abusing women, you know, so they they thought that was a big problem, and they believed what the movement was telling them about the way that it needed to be addressed. John, you're
0: a more damning Democrat, yours was some more uh, damning Democrat sound bites on the Me Too movement.
3: You
2: need to not believe women who come forward. It is not easy, but they should be believed. She is putting herself out there, knowing that they're going to try and excoriate her, and she has the courage (laughs) to come forward. She has nothing to
3: gain. What does she have to gain? I stand with survivors.
4: The woman should be given
3: the benefit of the doubt. These white men, old, by the way, mm-hmm. are not protecting women. Showed the kind of compassion and caring that we need from our president and which Joe Biden has been exemplifying throughout his entire life.
4: Look, I want to thank everybody. I want to thank Hillary for joining us in this conversation today. I mean, Hillary Clinton
0: coming to your defense. I think I'd rather have somebody else come to my defense when it comes to uh, women and the Me Too movement.
2: Hey, they, added yeah, Chris, they added Chris They added Chris Dot to his, uh, to his uh, it
0: search it? committee.
2: <laughs> Crying yeah, out loud. The waitress sandwich so, guy. So yeah. you know what uh, Limbaugh, uh, Rush Limbaugh said yesterday was these people, these women on a Me Too movement wish they were the waitress. Sorry, he did say that. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's well, funny
5: that's the thing. For every politician and activist and Hollywood starlet that you can play a soundbite from that's a leader of this movement, there's a thousand ordinary people who are believers in it, you know, who basically accepted its premises, and a lot of them got very worked up about Brett Kavanaugh. They, they really believed what the movement was saying, that a powerful man must be presumed guilty and has the burden of proof on him to prove his innocence. And then here comes Joe Biden, and all of their leaders are saying, nope, all those rules are different. Forget all that. It doesn't apply to Joe Biden. He's a Democrat. A couple of powerful Democrats voucher him, we're done here. There's no reason to go any further. And you might think you can get away with that if you're a politician or a Hollywood star or a hypocritical activist, but the rank and file people that were following that movement are going to be enormously demoralized. I think that's beginning. That's that's why the Me Too movement is is in death rows right now. And I think that is going to be a big problem going into the election for the Democrats. It's tremendously demoralizing and dispiriting to the people that really believed all this stuff during the Kavanaugh affair to now be told, Nope, it was all a partisan scam all along. You know, we didn't really mean any of it. And Joe Biden gets a pass. He's exactly Joe Biden is exactly what these folks were told they were fighting against a powerful man with lots of connections and tons of money. And he gets all kinds of special privileges and he gets a free vote because he has good politics. They're explicitly making that argument now, like they did for <laughs> Bill Clinton. You know, he's good on women's issues. So just let him have a couple of sexual assaults for free. It's fine. You know, that that is incredibly soul-searingly demoralizing for the people that sincerely believed in this movement and are now watching Watching it betray them, and I think they've grievously underestimated how, long have how much the, they're turning the How long the have the
2: Kennedys on. have been getting away with it? All well, the yeah, waitress sandwich. I mean, the Kennedys. That's interesting. Have, yes, I'm yep, sorry.
5: Because we're, we're, Remember when B2 was a big deal under Kavanaugh, there was this little boomlet of, of younger people, youngest who had writing credits and so on, that were writing articles and saying, you know what, we were wrong to defend Bill Clinton. We were wrong to defend Ted Kennedy. There was this generation of new young feminists that were stepping forward and saying, we have to admit that it was wrong to let Bill Clinton get away with what he did, and it was wrong to protect Ted Kennedy because we liked his politics. That's what this movement is going to purify us of. We're going to get past all that now. No more free and indulgences for people with Democrat party cards in their pockets. And then here comes Joe Biden. He's got a Democrat party card, so you have to leave him alone. That's what is so crushing, I think, to the people that were sincere in this. And the movement and the politicians who take advantage of it are really, really underestimating how much they're they're annoying and dispiriting those people.
0: We're talking with John Hayward at Breitbart News, com. John, I can't let you go. I know I have to let you go, but I can't let you go without asking you this question. Are these going to dog jog Joe Biden in the 2020 race or,
5: or will it all be forgotten? It won't be forgotten. There will be other things that happen. God knows there's other things happening right now. These are exciting times. So a lot's going on and, and it's going to dog him. I don't think it's necessarily going to be the defining issue of the campaign unless there's more evidence. If more comes out that hurts him, if somebody leaks those papers. And, and I have to wonder if somebody got hold of the Biden papers and he's keeping secret and they leaked them Would the media, treat them as a hero, as a whistleblower. Because they would if it was a Republican, you bet that person would become a national hero for, for heroically leaking this damaging information on, on the Republican. Now Biden, they'll destroy that person and do a Joe the Plumber number on him. But if anything gets out that proves she's telling the truth or adds to her credibility in any way, that will sink them. I mean, that will finish him off before the, the convention. And I'm not sure he's gonna make it to the convention anyway. There there's so much rumbling out there of dissatisfaction with him. His cognitive issues are another big problem. There there's polls now, polls to came out today that showed all of his supposed advantages are evaporating and now it's back to a neck-and-neck race instead of this ridiculous, supposedly eight-point edge that he had over Donald Trump. I mean, all that's going away. And all along, people have had to understand that the Trump campaign has not begun yet and right now the election is solely and entirely about Trump, which is not surprising. He's the incumbent and there's huge stuff going on right now. So, of course, you know, everybody's thinking about the guy who's already there and it's being driven by whether they're happy or unhappy with him. But eventually, your candidate has to take the stage you have to do debates with the incumbent you have to pit yourself against them and show what you have and at that point everybody i think understands that the the floor falls out under joe biden he's not going to fare well when it's time for him to match himself up against donald trump i really think the democrats are looting themselves if they think most of the public is so furious over the coronavirus and they blame it on trump and they can't wait to get rid of them they might not be totally happy with him they do not blame him alone for what's happening right now, and if things start to go well in the late summer, early fall, and the economy starts coming back, Trump is going to get a huge amount of credit for that. And, and, and John, Duncan's here's well, the oldie but goodie.
0: The, all of these, I have, a, I have a million of them on here. I could do an entire show with Joe Biden clips. Be able to remember this one, I'm sure.
4: You cannot go to a 7-Eleven or a Dunkin' Donuts unless you have a slight Indian accent. It's a fully, much not joking.
0: Now, my daughter-in-law is Indian, so I take exception to that. (laughs) She She went to Columbia University. I mean, (laughs) Columbia University is not working at a 7-Eleven. No offense, but it's not.
5: He has such a long history of, of saying things like that, of sound bites that are going to come back to haunt him, and especially that look worse now. I mean, they looked bad when he said them, but in this era of hypersensitivity, a lot of this stuff would get you canceled if you said it today, you know, to use the, the term of art. So, I mean, this, this is baggage that Biden is going to have to deal with, and it's, it's a long history of it, and he said a lot of things that are guaranteed to make people angry, and not all of them are old. I mean, in addition to the senior moments and stuff that everybody's ribbing about right now, the 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 other day, he was gushing with excitement that the pandemic was a great opportunity to fundamentally transform America. A lot of Democrats are talking that way. I I think that is going to really enrage the voters, and they don't get it yet. It's not showing up in polls, it's out in flyover country, in the heartlands, in places Democrat elites don't go, and they don't pay attention to the deplorable people that live there. But I think the American people hear them tackling with glee, rubbing their hands together, licking their chops. They can't wait for all the power they're going to harvest from this coronavirus pandemic. And how they're going to defeat the middle class now that it's weak. And they're going to change the country to be the way they want it to be. And people are going to react to that with fury. There you go, Jane. They're going
0: right after capitalism.
5: Your biggest fear is coming true. Not, they're not subtle about it either. Quite a few of the people on the left are openly saying that this pandemic should kill capitalism forever and we can never go back to the old way that we have to have a new socialist order when the, the country emerges from the lockdown. I mean, people don't want that. The American people have never wanted that. Well, and they're going to be livid that they're being talked about. The this
2: problem, their problem is that they kill the capitalism and they can only milk this cow so much. We can only make so much money for so long to support their lifestyles. They're going to be out too. They don't understand that. Maybe not the ones that are sitting there today, but their are children that they're being sent to uh, liberal universities and coming home brainwashed and killing all these freedom ideas. Um, they're, they're, they don't understand that they're next. They're, they're also, they're, they're killing themselves without knowing it.
0: John, as you know, Jane defected from Ch- communist and Czechoslovakia. My, my uh,
2: manuscript, my proof and manuscript just is, came back. And her,
0: and her book is oh, coming mm-hmm. out. It will be coming out in just a few weeks. Can I send you an advance copy?
5: Absolutely. Absolutely. It's a story that everyone needs to hear. People here need to hear from people who have lived through this and know what actually happens because they keep forgetting our historical memory of the evils of communism and socialism and collectivism are so vague. The only thing we all really remember is that fascism is bad. We all got that message, you know, fascism, Nazism, that's the worst. Everybody gets that message every day and everybody remembers it. And it's true. They're well, horrible. The fascism, we, we the fascism
2: get- is real. The communism and socialism is, is not because it's an ideology that never got, um, Realized it was. It's a lie. It's a lie that people get suckered into. Fascism just walked in there and took over. That's a real thing. Communism, in a, in its real form, the manifest that was written by Engels and Marx is is a dream. It never. It was never realized. It's a promise that has never happened, and people get suckered into it because of the uh, because of the dream. Because of the uh, it's it's a heaven on earth. It was. It never happened. It never happened. It's a lie. It's a name for well, something think- that does not exist.
5: They do. Promise is the right word to use. It is the promises of it that keep enthralling people. And and those who push communism and socialism, they always get credit for good intentions. Everybody's supposed to admit they just want the best for everybody and Mm -hmm. maybe their ideas aren't great, but no, they don't have the best of intentions. And this would be a moment I would prove that. This would be a moment I would point at Joe Biden and all the rest of these Democrats that are just chuckling with glee at how this devastating pandemic is is a great opportunity for them and say that's who they are. That's the mask coming off. There's no credit for good intentions here. These people are predatory political opportunists that are interested in their own power and their own wealth and getting money to their special interests and nothing else. I'll throw They're, one. I'll, I'll throw
2: one more at you. This is uh, when I go to grocery stores. I want to vomit when I hear we are all in it together. Stay home. Sounds this is like a communist chant. This is a communist <laughs> chant. We had these big, big speakers in a town, and there would be the only news station that was there, and you would be blasted with their propaganda left and right. So this is played and replayed in the store when I'm shopping. We are all in it together. Stay home.
5: Jane says it's nothing more than propaganda. And it's also something that cannot last. It's one thing to tell people that we're going to be, remember, it's supposed to be 15 days, right? We're going to have a 15-day yeah. lockdown, and that was a long time ago. But we were supposed to have 15 days, two weeks, three weeks. For two or three weeks, yeah, you can tell everybody this is a massive emergency. We all needed to, to make certain sacrifices. But after that, you just can't expect people to permanently change their lives and continue these devastating lockdowns forever. They Try, homeschooling. To end now. Try homeschooling.
2: Try homeschooling. I want to shoot myself.
5: I, <laughs> she has twins. <laughs> Oh, yes, so we had quite a lot there. Yeah, but you know, maybe maybe in a good way. One positive thing that would come of that is that people will ask, "What was I really getting at school?" You know, like what what were they doing over there? How much money are we paying for education? What are we getting in exchange for it? Maybe people will take a longer look at things like that, especially at the college level. I think you know, for because the college kids have been able to do teleconference classes a bit, and some of them are openly asking, "Why were we paying so much money to go to a college when we could have done this?" You know, why is why is Harvard so expensive when we can just telecommute? Absolutely, we reevaluate those things well this i've really had we should th- be a moment where big government looks bad we shouldn't be tempted by collectivism and communism socialism this whole pandemic is a damning indictment of clumsy big government and the bureaucratic idiocy and that's the lesson everybody should really take away from it
0: absolutely i've had four doctors visits this week all by uh, facetime videos
2: but you also went to the yep. hospital last thursday yep, I did because I'm going
0: also tomorrow, you know, next week, you
2: hear right? about these Democrats and all the the politicians going to get haircut and get a facelift and get a boob job and you name it. And people that need chemotherapy are turned from a, from a hospital. Well, on a uh, better judgment of Jim's doctors, he went and got the treatment that he needed. Um, and everything went smoothly. He's going again next Thursday. Um, But, you know, the the things that are, the the, the Hippocrats that are in the government and and in the media for talking about Cuomo going for a bike ride or a run and being, uh, 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 um, what do you call it, Um, run into somebody anyways. it's, it's uncovering all this stupidity in a government. They Tonight's podcast
0: don't. was brought to us by Spider Creations. Go to spidercreations.net to learn more. If you have a business and you need a website or it needs refreshing, contact Steve Macau at spidercreations.net. Steve at spidercreations.net. It's a great company. They run radioadviceonline.com. And our Facebook page,
5: too. Mm-hmm. Steve is a magician. It's important work. It's so hard to run a good website. It's great to have professional help. He
2: definitely watches over us. He's the best. And he
5: also <laughs> hosts great. as well. Oh, awesome.
0: Awesome. So good you to have you a backer know, for that, too. Yep, so it's a one-stop shop. Exactly. John, I know I have to let you go because I t- really overstayed my welcome here with you.
5: Oh, no problem. Glad to be on again. Always great to talk to you.
0: So I'm going to send you an advanced copy of Jane's book. I'm sure you're really going to enjoy it. I'll be looking forward to it.
2: It's not a masterpiece, so be kind.
0: <laughs> English is uh, not her first to read it. <laughs> okay. Right.
2: John, we'll talk to you soon, I hope.
0: Yeah, please. Absolutely. Take care, guys. You do. How do you like the mug and the pen? Oh, wonderful. My favorite mug.
2: Sorry the way I send it. I just had to send it. <laughs>
5: No, there's a crowd for you john (laughs) and the crowd goes wild (laughs) all
2: right john thank you so much
5: take care bye-bye
2: bye-bye okay so your turn
0: yep it is my turn um at least he finally brought attention to china china is now finally sexy
4: um
2: really the only thing that lasts what is it the The only thing that lasts more than two weeks that China makes is the virus.
0: (gasps) Oh, that's funny. (laughs) Anyway, let's go. What do you
2: mean? Where are you going? Sorry you, about that. You have half an hour. I apologize. Chicken. He's trying to run away. You think you're going to get Once away again, with it?
0: Once again, tonight's podcast is with John Hayward from Breitbart.com. And he
2: was awesome.
0: He's, he was awesome. He's always awesome. And
2: while you're talking, 860 308 that number you can see right, behind us. We wanted us. to
0: do phone calls tonight. The other desperately. one is
2: 860 888 Is Sally still 200-1. with us? When she was there. I don't know. I can't tell you. I have to go look at your screen. You're the boss. Um, Finish the uh, adver- advertisement. Okay.
0: Um, Steve McAu, uh, spidercreations.net, uh, designers and hosters of websites, extraordinaire. com and our Facebook page are both designed and assembled and run by Steve McCow and Spider Creations. What a great company. If you're looking for a website and if you own a business, you should be. Where would our business be without our
2: website? I know he's he's the best. He really is. He's um, always uh, available when Jim needs him. Um, Different subject. Have you heard, according to the Military Times, that people who have been COVID positive are disqualified from enlisting? I'm sure it's temporary. Um, I mean, they are just protecting our troops right now, I'm sure. Um, that's just being on... We the, need phone calls tonight. Side. Why, you don't like me talking? I'm no, talking. I do want you to talking.
0: talking. 860-996-0308, 996-0308. And I have
2: topics for you guys. Uh, are we opening too soon? Are we? Should we stay home? The other one would be hairdresser going to jail. Sally, you can call on that one. How about those Asian wasps? Even though they come, well, they are not. They call them Chinese on uh, one of the um, leftist networks.
0: Yeah, um, they've thrown that hair, that hairdresser, the woman who owns that hair salon. They threw her in jail and find her. Well, and they find her. And uh, they throw for her in every jail. day,
2: for every day, her business is open. And by the way, they didn't just walk by and find out. Two undercover agents called her. uh, Snitches. Called her uh, salon and made an appointment. I had two texts. I told you this before. I had, um, I was, um, I'm still a massage therapist, but I haven't been working for a while. But I got two texts immediately after shutdown to see if somebody could uh, come for a massage. And when I said no, somebody said, oh, you can come to me. There were setups. Besides the sleazy way of doing that. uh, No. Um, So, yeah. they're they're just being disgusting. Okay, I have to type numbers in. Um, you can see one number behind us. It's eight six zero nine nine six zero three zero eight, and the other one is eight 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 two one zero one. Um, one. Well, let's do
0: it. It would be great Sally to hear Tim, from you, Rob. Rob, where are you? Rob, I don't know if you know I think this. Rob
2: doesn't come in until later. He. Well, um,
0: Rob needs to know this. Um, because the person that they're now looking to be the vice presidential candidate is his person
2: christopher dad no um michelle elizabeth Obama. warren oh god
0: folk honest
2: anyways um so that was uh morgan why don't you call us you had another um take on something there
0: Whoever Joe Biden selects as vice president could very well be president within just a few weeks.
2: But it was suggested, why is he saying that it's going to be female? Could they, could they not do it competing against men? Somebody brought it up. It's not my idea. But why does it have to be announced that it's going to be female? Are we are we not good because enough? Because he's pandering
0: for votes. Are we
2: not good enough to do it on our own? Do we have to do this gender BS? Yes, of course. Oh, okay. Well, you're pandering
0: um, for votes. You got to pander. Well, Jane, you're a woman. Doesn't it pander to you? No. No.
2: No. Notice
0: how I've noticed you're a woman. <laughs>
2: <laughs> uh, is that sexist?
0: I don't That's know. Something here,
2: some phobic something. But uh, well, we have boys competing against girls in girls' sports, right? Absolutely. So why couldn't I compete in something that would be a little bit more, um, let's see, more equal politics? I can push a pen and I can run my mouth. Well, as a
0: teenager, you were jumping out of airplanes with the boys. And? When they were training you to be a paratrooper. And? well, Nobody seemed to care then.
2: Well, uh, I was in uh, so-called communism once again, communism is a myth. They run under a um, under an idea that was written by two Germans and um, taken over by a Russian. That was a, it was a, Lenin was one was, he was as bad as Stalin that we're now finding out they they kept a lot of things under the lid but um
0: look China will be a threat economically until we do something about the exchange rate I know that's not sexy I know tariffs seem so much more sexier more sexier tariffs seem sexier but tariffs are not the answer the exchange rate is the answer and until companies find somebody said to me today in a tweet, I think it was or in a text message, that uh, China needs China makes goods cheaper than we make in the United States. Not anymore. China now outsources everything to Vietnam and the and the Philippines.
2: Well, wasn't everything in Taiwan originally? Yep. Oh Then then it went to China, and now it's. Uh...
0: Now it's being outsourced to Vietnam and and the Philippines.
2: I belong to a new site that is looking for things that you can buy American-made. And uh, um, Starbucks is building a company, from what I heard. I don't know if it's true. I didn't research it. I'm just throwing it out there. They've been in trouble before. They're building a uh, roasting um, plant in uh, China.
0: Let me ask you guys a question. Do you look for things that are now made in the USA? Do you avoid things that are made in China? Has that changed for you? 860-996-0308. 860 2101 Do you now look for things that are made in the USA you avoid things that are made in China. If you avoid things that are made in China, you don't have a TV set. You don't get you anything. Don't you don't get a phone. a phone.
2: You don't get a phone. You don't get anything. So we need these companies to or come back. Or a computer. Anyways, uh, Dave said Joe can't have female VP. Don't you have to be thirty five? Well, you know, I don't think uh, she uh, she's looking to be VP right now. We're talking about um, Alexandria. Who's he talking about? Alexandria Cortez. Cortez. Um uh, she's being um groomed for future be scared
0: future what future be socialist very
2: scared future Bernie uh, future Sanders future premier oh, by of the way, communist Party. wasn't that the uh, that's uh, that's what uh Tucker was talking about she the woman that is accusing Joe is supposedly big Sanders uh supporter
0: Bernie Sanders supporter that's, that's, that's why that's, she did it
2: that's why I'm that yes that's why she said that Joe Biden did something um so, I mean, their own party is just disgusting. But they're as desperate as we were when Obama was running. We had Mitt Romney running for crying out loud. How bad could we be? That was the worst candidate that we could have put there, in my opinion. Just saying.
4: Okay,
0: let's get a phone call here. Or we're going to wrap this thing up. We'll I'll, wrap it up early if we don't I, get a phone should call. Should I call you? <laughs> no. 860 996 Nine nine six zero three zero eight nine nine six zero three zero eight 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 two one zero one.
2: And both of them are 860.
0: Eight, 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 you two, should one, have it on zero, a speed one. dial. For Come on,
2: what's going on,
0: Sally? Where are you? Come on, Sally, give us a call. Sally Morgan, you never miss.
2: Morgan wanted to call David. Morgan. I'll do better if you call Dave. If you call today, I'll try better. Come on, Morgan. We Morgan,
0: got- you were going to call. What happened to you?
2: Don't beg for phone calls. I'm
0: not going it to. It doesn't
2: go for a good show. Um, I will
0: bring it to a close well, if we don't get well one of these people.
2: Excuse me? Get a rant on something. How about that girl going to, the, uh, to jail, um, the hairdresser? That's what outrageous. Was she doing? Well, there was, a, um, it was Katie Pavlich that pointed out, you have these people being released from jail, the criminals, and they go right back to committing crimes, and they're running the streets. This woman just opened her business. She didn't force anybody to work. She didn't force the customers to come in. Uh, everybody did everything on their free, free will, and she's being punished.
0: They were free she's, to choose. They're being libertarian.
2: They're, they're afraid that people will go back to work and make money for them or do for themselves without uh, taking or begging government to help them.
0: Well, look here's the here's the feeling. The feeling here is that the left was using this to gain control. Of our freedoms, take them from us. Once you're used to losing them and you don't need them anymore, that's the idea that the left would actually take control of all of our freedom. That we wouldn't miss them anymore because once we went without them, we wouldn't need them back. They were yes, using Morgan, it to gain eight, power. Eight,
2: no, it's eight six zero nine nine six zero three. Morgan eight six zero nine nine six zero three zero eight. I'm gonna type it in. I guess uh, it's um eight six zero. There she is. And we have two phone calls. <laughs> Hi. Hi. How are you? Sam. I'm okay, sugar. <laughs> You're talking about that little
1: oh, girl we got sale
2: for opening her shop. Yes. Did you hear what? She okay, hold on Sam.
0: Don't go away Sam.
2: Let's see if we can get two phone okay. calls at the same time. This is let's see. This is Morgan. Hi, Morgan. Hi, Morgan. Yeah. How are you doing? Sam's on the other line, right? Yes. Yep. I'm good. Can you hear us,
3: I can, uh, Sam? I can sort of hear Sam if hear I turn you? If I turn on the... Uh, yeah, I can hear.
0: Sam, go ahead. And then we'll go right oh. to Morgan. Uh, is
1: yeah. Morgan talking? Yeah, no? no, you're, you're, you're talking all, right now.
0: It's up to you, Sam. It's all yours. Okay. Um, The girl that got arrested
1: for opening her shop... Did did anybody hear what she said to the judge as as at the end of it? Some I missed that. I honor you, your honor, but I'm not going to close my shop.
2: Right. So they're finding her for every day that she's going to stay open until she goes to jail, or they're repealing the case, right? Y- yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah. But uh, and they they find her seven thousand dollars yep. for each That's day nonsense. for each day.
0: That's nonsense, well, don't you what? think, Sam?
1: I was listening to Dan Bongino, and he said, uh, "Get up and dance with her." It's not the first person that does the dance; it's the one that gets up it's and the helps second. them. So, neat people right need people in the background and doing what she's doing.
2: Okay,
0: well, Morgan can it's hear Sam. That's helping. great.
2: Mor- Morgan, you can hear. Can you hear Sam or no? I I can hear Sam. yeah. Oh, excellent! Wow, the phones we, are working we now.
4: You We finally got it together. <laughs>
2: Yay! <laughs> All right. Sorry, Sam. Can you hear Morgan or not? No, I can't hear. Can you you hear me? Yeah, so no, she can't hear you, but you can hear her. That's still the problem. That's still the same thing.
0: Well, one can hear the other, though.
2: Okay, yes. All right, so Sam, keep talking. Yes.
0: Sam, keep going. Finish this up for us. Then we'll go to Morgan. Okay. I
1: I believe that uh, we're going to have an uprising from a lot of people with these people that are going in and opening. And people are going to start helping. They've got to.
0: Oh, we're lost. Sam, do you believe, okay, do you believe what I go think? Go now. Sam, do you believe what I think? I think this left is using this disease to take power from the people.
1: Exactly. That's exactly what they're doing. As
0: an excuse. Okay, Sam, thank you for the call. God bless you. Say hello to Brandy God bless for me.
2: Y'all. bye Bye, Sam. Bye, bye Sam. <laughs> okay, Morgan, you're on.
0: Morgan, you're up.
2: Hello. Hi. Hello. Yeah. Morgan, you're on. You know, I,
3: can you hear me?
0: Yep. yep. The stage is all yours.
3: Okay. Um, you know, I was just going to say, when um, they asked us, okay, we have to stay in for 15 days or whatever, and then they put it to 30, and now they're pushing it even more, it's, they're trying, they're just seeing how far they can go until people start to rebel.
2: Well, there's you know, seen, yep. it's gonna be it's going to be possibly problem for them because if, if we're going to start to rebel, it's not going to be pretty. Uh,
0: Morgan, do you know why that yeah. is? They really do want to take power from the people. They want to take I, away I, our I rights. I truly
2: believe that.
3: I truly believe that. And you know, I mean, AOC, she's in heaven right now. You know, she's like, oh, the skies are clear and the roads are, you know, <laughs> there, there's no carbon footprint, you know, whatever. But I'm sitting here thinking, at, and and this is a prime example of. At the cost of what, when people are actually starving, when people can't feed their children, they can't afford to take their children to hospitals because hospitals have closed down because they're bankrupt. I mean, you know there's so many this is a domino effect
0: where this and woman can't you, feed her family and that's um, right and she's going to lose her haircutting business and where you, yeah, the
3: hospital,
2: was- where you have people in the hospital where you have people in a hospital dying without any advocate where you don 't know what's going on. Um, that is well, scary.
3: And that's, an, you know, that's another thing too, is that we don't even know if, you know, how do we know that they didn't, you know, um, put, put the tube in wrong or
2: well, whatever. We I'll have, tell you, we have well, absolutely we've heard that. No I'll way. tell you one thing. Yes. I would not, I would sign the consent that I would not get the tube in me. That's me. That's just personally me yeah. because it seems like that there is no, there, it's a point of no return for a lot of people. There might be yeah. some that are correct, but I don't think people have been trained properly to administer this. And no, thank you. I'll, I'll take my chances.
3: Well, Here's and I nurse. think that's one of the things is that, is that when you have reached that point, um, you know, and you're that, um, you know, if you're, if you're at that point of being ill, then, you know, how much of that is actually,
2: um, the in, in, the how incubation. much of these people are actually, how much of it do you actually have a say? well that's the problem you can't speak for yourself and you have no advocate for you over there and it
0: would seem the hydroxychloroquine indeed is effective but they're not using it because it hasn't been approved
2: because the trump said the
0: democrats don't like trump right so they're not approving Well,
3: well and that's another thing you know did i hear that um back in january when um you know this whole thing was happening in china but you know we hadn't we didn't have a travel ban quite yet or anything that china went and got a patent on that um what is that? Hydroxychloroquine or whatever. No, no, no. All no. All this the, is the one that they've been using right. in Europe. Right. right. They went and got the patent on it. So they knew something we didn't. And now the whole world is like, okay. And this is, I think, part of the reason why they don't want hydroxychloroquine is because it's effective. It's working. And they want that. They This is why the propaganda and all this other stuff. And you know what? Democrats play right into it. They, they I mean, half of them, I think, are in bed with China. When it comes to investments and things like this, they don't want anybody saying anything bad about China. But when China goes and puts out propaganda, the newspapers and the mainstream media, they're going along with it.
0: Well, Morgan, how, I don't know if you heard John it? Hayward, but John Hayward said that China uses the delay to corner the market on masks and personal protective yep. equipment, PPEs.
3: Yep. Yeah. Yeah. And, and you know, and, and if this is true with, the, with the, uh, that one uh, treatment, Boy, they have a lot to answer for, and I think we really need to stand up, and we need to stand up as a, as a world community in this, because they, they spread this throughout the world. Okay? They went and protected their own, um, uh, you know, different places in China. They wouldn't, they restricted people from Wuhan from going to other places in China, and yet they let these people travel internationally.
0: So Morgan, I'm not that saying that. Act. I'm not saying the coronavirus or COVID-19 isn't real and serious because we know it is, but I'm also saying mm-hmm. the liberals and the socialists are using this to grab power and build power. I absolutely oh, believe are. that. They are.
3: They are. I I truly believe that myself. I I'm the, the Bill it. of Rights. Yes. It was every single day we are watching more of our rights be chipped away.
0: Absolutely. You know,
3: there was a guy, a tattoo artist, that had the same problem that that the salonist, um, the woman from the salon, dealt with. Um, he was arrested, and you know what? What? What can we do? We have to. The only the only thing we can do is to stand up and stand with him and say we will not let our constitution be pushed aside because of your fears. Your your rights don't begin. You know, um, my rights don't end where your fear begins.
2: Absolutely. I know they they, they they applied such huge amount of fear into us, or uh, affected. They just they just pushed it into us. We were all scared the first two weeks, the fifteen days that we were supposed Crazy to stay scared, home. Especially sure, me, I <laughs> understand that. But yep. then we were supposed to be prepared and go out. So what is going on? What is going on? Yeah. And for the longest time, they said, don't wear a mask. Don't wear a mask. You, I know. you don't need it. You don't need it. That was and my now you can't walk into a store without one. That was one. driving me crazy. That was so stupid. Anything over the face uh, would have been, um, um, we're going to have to let you go. We have another caller, uh, Morgan. Okay. okay. We'll talk to you next week. Okay? Okay. Yep. Okay. Bye, Morgan. Bye-bye. Bye. Morgan. And then Bye. accept.
0: Hello. Is this Thomas? Yes, it is.
4: It's Thomas. Hey Thomas, him. how are you? <laughs> I I am so honored to, to be speaking with you, Jim, and so happy to be a friend of Jaina um on Facebook. I'm calling because it's National Nurses Day. And I don't know if you've spoken about this yet, because I just tuned you in. No, we have not yet. Both of my daughters are registered nurses. Mm. One of them is at um, uh, Is in the intensive care unit at Waterbury Hospital. Oh wow, she is on the the front line. Absolutely on the front lines, man. My other daughter, um, Jessica, works at uh, at uh, Bristol Hospital, also on the front lines in regard to COVID care. Wow. Are you afraid?
0: Are you scared? Is she scared?
4: They're scared, but you know what. I saw these two girls being born, and I don't mean to get emotional about this. No, that's okay. It's, it's th- hard
2: not to. My sister is to. in a, uh, she's an intensive uh, unit care nurse as in well. Shack. In check. In Sorry, go ahead.
4: I, I watched these two little girls being born back in the 70s, mm. <clears throat> and I have to be honest. They have grown into the most admirable women in my life.
0: Just great American citizens
4: doing their duty, doing their job. Yes, they are. And I have to tell you, a story came to me today um, regarding the nurses and, and healthcare professionals that volunteered to go into the teeth of the monster in New York City. And I don't know if you heard about this, but... Um, these are people that said, you know what? I'm going to go where the danger is, and I'm going to provide health care. And they uh, they came from states around the country by wow. the hundreds and hundreds, and they worked in New York City doctors, and tried doc- to help out. Doctors with not- no
2: borders, right?
4: Exactly right. Got the exactly red right. tape. And, and you want to know something? That The New York State is not giving them – one bit of a break on the taxes that they have to pay <laughs> in, New, in New York. So they're going to pay taxes on, their, on the work they did in New York. And they're going to have to pay taxes in their own state when they go home.
0: I know. And New York City will not is, let anybody go for free. Isn't
4: that lovely? And no. No. It's shameful. And, and shame on them. I agree with there you. There
0: should be no taxes for visiting nurses or visiting doctors. None, zero. And like
2: you said, these people are heroes. Those people are like in 9-11, everybody got together, the whole country, and people from around the world and came They help. put their
0: lives on the line. Exactly. Your daughters yeah. could and lose their lives because of this. And some of, of them this.
2: paid, right.
4: And we don't know what's going to happen in five years or ten years down the road.
2: Exactly. No, we
4: don't. So, I mean, I just want them to make a couple of points. And the and the last thing I want to say to you, and the two of you, is... I'm so proud of, of the service that you've given to the broadcast industry because I'm a member of the industry with you. Oh, aren't you nice, I'm, Thomas? And I'm a voice talent and I do work for commercial radio, narrations for corporations and so forth. And it's not a commercial. It's just what I do. You have a great voice too, Thomas. <laughs> Thank you very much. I, it's all of all those years of vodka and Marlboro cigarettes. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, I want to thank you, Jim. And the, I I listen to you, and I can tell how well you are by how your voice sounds.
0: Well, I work very hard on speech therapy, Thomas. It's very
4: hard for me to come back.
2: Or screaming back at me when we are talking about things that That's he doesn't want to talk about.
4: But thank you for coming back, and thank you for feeling better, and most especially, sounding better Oh, we'll wait
0: till Jane's book comes out. I wrote oh, the forward. God. I wrote the forward to the book.
2: <laughs> oh, stop! Oh, stop hitting your chest, please. It's how many chapters? <laughs> Seventeen.
0: Seventeen chapters, and I wrote the yeah. forward, and I'm taking Oof. credit for it.
2: All right.
4: Oh, my God. Well, good luck to both of you.
0: Thank Thank you, Tom. Thank thank you so
2: much for calling in. Please keep
4: calling in, okay? please. The the audience out here loves you.
2: And uh, hopefully your daughters will stay safe and everybody else, okay? Call
0: back and let us know what happened. Would you please with your daughters? Certainly will.
2: Okay.
0: Uh, The Sounder Sister joins us next week. I want oh, to talk great. about that if we can. And then second. maybe
2: we'll get uh, somebody else that I should not mention. <laughs> but we'll see. we'll see. Anyways, Anyway,
0: um, the Sound off sister is going to join us about this. Have you guys heard this? These Tom. are drones in Jersey City, Jersey.
3: Now authorities in one small New Jersey city are taking social distancing measures to new heights. Please go away from each other and
0: separate. You are not immune to that's a drone telling people to move away from each other. It's a couple walking down the street holding hands, and the drone is telling them to move away from each other. They just say
1: something. something. How are people, or police rather?
0: And the Off sister is going to join us next week to talk about that. Make sure you're here next Wednesday at 7 o'clock.
2: You're not done yet. You have that. one minute. My voice is gone. Uh, you have two minutes. Anyways, um, why do I have different times? Okay. Well, you rudely interrupted me so many Sorry. times. Sorry. You're so rude. Um, did fine. you know that it seems like that we um, <laughs> were you were worried about the uh, hydro hydroxychloroquine um, because it had bad effect on you, but it seemed like it helped a lot of people that have no. Um, that don't have disease that it, that is like yours an allergy to the compound It may have made is. me
0: impervious to the disease. Well,
2: also there is a there are two drugs. One is generic and one is brand name, and you can take the brand name. And that you've been on it for twenty years. You said twenty seven. More years? than
0: twenty years. You have twenty seven years. Uh, but
2: the uh, the generic brand you almost died of, and the second time they tried to get, put you on it, you started breaking up in a rash again. So you can't take it. So there are I people that can only that,
0: take the name brand.
2: That are allergic to. Uh, the um uh, generic generic. and um also you can have heart troubles so it's not it's not completely risk free but you know there are things that i would risk um before dying and that's where you have uh, right to choose anyways there was a michigan democrat karen uh white said um, that uh, accredited, accredited the president with her recovery from the virus. She took hydroxychloroquine. Uh, she also took it before for Lyme disease, by the way. And um, I don't know how she did with that, but um, I, they, the Democrats shut her up and started um, yelling about this drug being unsafe and uh, should not be used. But it's not true. If you look at the uh, true. medical com- community, if they use it with the uh, they use the hydroxychloroquine, they use it with uh, antibiotics, erythromycin. erythromycin, and then zinc, it seemed to be working for a lot of people, many people. Actually,
0: bring people from death store. Right.
2: So I don't know what these Democrats—they just have an issue with anything that that, ha- that has Trump on it. So uh, and this woman was yelled at, I believe I heard by uh, Nancy. Our princess Nancy, who um,
0: just... Is we have amazing. an open line now Two minutes nine nine six zero three zero eight. Bob
2: Joyce looked at us for a minute. I don't know if he's still in the room, but he peeked in nine nine
0: six zero three zero eight. The sound off sister next Wednesday at seven o'clock. Finally, her return. Yes. Anyone would hear anywhere else.
2: Nope. So anyways I guess uh, Jim do you recommend if we, what do you recommend do you recommend uh, you, what do you recommend if you get sick I will try it I mean you have the right to choose the problem is that you will not I get would. it administered because they're just saying they're just going like this nope Trump said so and we're not um, it's not true if he said so so um, I I I will take it if I have to um, I can because it would be also good for my rheumatoid arthritis very good so for existing condition to take that medication anyways I, yes, might, you do. I might end up on it later on but
0: and I've been on it for more than 20 years and so it's really built up in my system I don't think the coronavirus can come near me at this point we can try no we don't have to try
2: <laughs> I'm just kidding um anyways
1: Well, I won't back down. No, I won't back down.
0: And we won't back down. We'll always stand for a smaller, leaner, less intrusive government. The kind that they're trying to build up using the coronavirus as an excuse. Correct, Jane? That's correct. But we'll always stand against it and stand against the virus, too. Look, we're not taking the virus lightly, but don't give up your freedoms too easily either. You have to make a stand sometime, somewhere. If you want your rights, you have to fight for them. Don't let them take them away from you like that. I just want to, I will, just one second. I want to say once again who our sponsor was. Once again, our sponsor for this podcast was Spider Creations, LLC. Spider Creations, a company that is run by Steve McGow, who runs our webpage, designed Radiovionline.com a great web page it has a news wire as well as video and a blog and audio downloads So if you're looking for a website and you own a business and if you own a business you need a website get the best don't settle for anything less than the best That would be spider creations spidercreations.net and you can contact Steve at Steve at spidercreations or go there yourself and just log into his contact page. Steve will help you. The best day of my life was the day that I actually found Steve, and I found him because he was running a conservative blog. And I merged the blogs together. So the Sound Sister is next week, then Dom Pes- Pesci shortly after that, Okay. Do you want to hit the go, hit the traveling music? Me applause. Thank you.